0: It's another Mock Draft Monday on the newest edition of the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. Draft season is officially here. Exhibition preseason NHL hockey is here. And that means Steele and I are here to make sure that you're dominating these fantasy hockey drafts. Thank you for joining us for the Monday edition. Let's get this paper.
1: You're Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Your daily podcast on fantasy hockey. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.
0: Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in for the Monday edition of the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. Back with my boy, Steel Roden. On the other side of the microphone, it's your boy, Big Flip Livingstone. And thank you for making us your first listen every single day. Steel I'm almost, honestly almost done with all of the preseason chat. We got a lot more coming, though. We got special guests this week. And, yeah, these pre-draft excitement, it's important. I'm ready for the real hockey, baby. And on today's episode, we're doing a mock draft once again to make sure that all of the listeners out there know what to do round by round. We're What are we on the board here, Steel? A couple of minutes coming up. What draft picks are we in? We're looking at the same breakdowns, but I think what we're doing today is best available player by the overall ranking, and we'll break that down as well. I think that's what's important for today's episode.
1: Yeah, switching it up a little bit. We're drafting a little bit of a different strategy for today's mock draft. Best available player. Flip is drafting in the sixth position. I'm drafting in the seventh position out of 14 teams. So it is a pretty decently sized league uh it for this mock draft. And before we get into it, like like you stated, uh, we are drafting the best available player and seeing how that team shapes mm-hmm. out to be. Are we yep. judging it based off of the expert preseason
0: ranks or just the rank based on league settings? Which one would you like to go off of? I think maybe let's just go off of the league settings. I think that's what I want to do, Steele. What do you want to do? This is why we like to have these conversations. I'm good with either.
1: I'm good with either one. The expert ranking, obviously, they switch. They vary a little bit. When you look at the uh, expert ranking, Mm -hmm. it's Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl first. When you go Mm -hmm. to the league settings, it's Connor McDavid and Nathan McKinnon first and second. So it's switching a little bit, but let's go off of the league settings here. That's what Mm -hmm. we're going to do for today. Uh, Mm -hmm. And we're drafting the best available players. Whoever's at the top of the board, that's who we're selecting.
0: Yeah, and this is, I think, going to be a really interesting conversation still because there are a lot of GMs out there in the fantasy world. Oh, you and I are uh, been through the runner a few times. We've been through <laughs> the mud. There's a lot of people joining in for the first time. And they might yes. be looking at these rankings and go, this is exactly how I'm going to do my draft. And that's not something that I'm ever going to hate on someone for, especially someone new to the game. This will really help you if you are employing that kind of strategy and looking at it. From that perspective and also Steele. i think you and i are going to also benefit from this just having a look at where things are shaking out from these rankings and obviously yahoo fan tracks espn they're going to vary
1: yeah and it makes our job a lot easier too now we don't have to decide between who we want to actually select we just True. take the top player off the yep. board so our selections are going to be very very easy <laughs> going for this entire mock draft we're already Good into point. it. Connor McDavid, Austin Matthews, and Leon Dreisaitl taken in the mm. first three. David Pashnak uh, next to that. Before we get to your pick here, Flip, just want to mm. give a huge shout-out to everybody who sent us DMs yes. and uh, you know comments on the YouTube channel who want to participate. We did the, li- the live draw. We've set up the two competitive and casual leagues. So we want to mm-hmm. give a shout-out to everyone that sent us DMs, mm. but also a shout-out to everybody who was also randomly selected. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, we've got people from Canada. We've got people from the States. We've even got one player in the competitive league all the way from Sweden. So shout out to you, Marcus. Thank you for tuning in. Flip, you are on the clock. Top player available is Jason Robertson right
0: now. Jason Robertson is available. And look, (laughs) at the first couple of rounds of this, and as I select Jason Robertson, me just say this. In a league, there's 14 GMs in this league, Steele unless you're in some sort of wild situation where there's more than that number and you're not in the top like six or seven, even the first round, you're going to get a really good player. It's just about what do you think the rest of your team is going to shake out to be? What are you trying to do with your squad? Jason Robertson stepped out in a huge way last year. And I don't think there's going to be really too much for us to break down in these first two rounds in terms of, was this the spot they should go into? Because I think that's going to make sense. It's really about what have we been saying, Steele? Balancing it out. Recognize who you've taken in the first round and understand what the rest of your roster needs and don't focus on perhaps what the guys bring to the table in terms of the name and what they do to help your squad fill out and how your league breaks down excellently well put there flip that's exactly what all of the listeners need to
1: hear right now balance out your teams and again just to reiterate that what we're doing here we're taking the top available player on the draft board so we it it is a position highest ranking it is a positional league so there's two center two left wing two right wing four defensive spots two goalie spots however that doesn't mean you have to draft from the entire draft board if you need a right winger you can go to the right wing players over here and draft that top player on the board. Is that what we're also doing? Or is it just because we're going to have to draft you know positionally here. So if you need a right winger, you can't just draft whoever's top on the board. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I agree. I think so. Steele. And look, this is how we're going to have to navigate this. So thank you for holding me down, but I agree. You're not just going to be selecting at will who's on the top list. You have to also address your positional needs hundred percent. And thank you for highlighting that by the way, I appreciate you because I don't think I would have figured that one out, but that's why you're <laughs> my co-host. You're holding me down. That's why we're doing this together, baby. We're getting it yep. done. Mock draft 4.0. You're, you're, you're up in a sec here, but that's actually a really good point because some people will look at that and just start selecting, yes. obviously address it positionally first. If you're running out of spots, don't just select <laughs> eight centers because they're on that list. Thank you for bringing that up Steele. Hey, this is another on the road episode for your boy. You know, it's been a rough week and thank you so much for holding me down. I appreciate that,
1: man. You know, all the love to you and your family as well. I know it's been a little bit hard, but look, this is why we do this together. We, Mm -hmm. we lean on each other on these times and, and, you know, doing back up to five episodes per week. It's going to be a lot, but we are ready for it. We're excited for the upcoming season. Uh, you're on the clock right now, so I'll let you make your decision. But I just want to highlight there, looking at the entire draft board, I would have, if we were going top available player, I would have had to draft Elias Sorokin in the second round. But we've talked about waiting to draft goaltenders. Mm-hmm. So that's why I went over to the center selection or the center uh, drop
0: down menu over here. And I drafted mm-hmm. Mika Zabinajad, who was the top available center at the time. And I absolutely love that. And actually, I think this is what I wanted to do was. Look at that from exactly how you just explained it, and Sorokin is available, and that's who yes. I took. And this is not exactly about drafting exactly what I've done. I think what we're trying to highlight here is where these guys are at and available to know that Sorokin, in my opinion, Steele is the best goalie headed into this season. And I know there's other out there. To me, fantasy wise, he's the best goalie. And yeah. Would I have waited for sure if this is just the regular breakdown of the draft? I would have maybe waited, but I'm actually okay. I think I did this last year, didn't I? And I took Sorokin. You did take Sorokin in the
1: second round. Yes, you did. What you're (laughs) seeing is
0: accurate. And yes, you can employ the strategy of waiting. And would I have taken Sorokin in the second round? No, but I'm actually okay with the third or fourth round. Given my expectations for him, if I'm betting on the Vesna this year, steal, I'm taking him.
1: Yeah, if you know we are betting people, we are betting men on this channel right now on this podcast, and that would be a smart bet, Elias Sorokin. Uh, you know, putting some money down on him. I, you know, mm-hmm. I obviously agree that he's a top three goaltender in the league. I mm-hmm. still believe that Connor Hellebuck is the best fantasy goalie right I now. He's that. been one of the top goal uh, fantasy goalies for the last number of years, I so he would that. be my number one goalie off the board. But I, again, mm-hmm. there's no argument whatsoever if you take Elias Sorokin first.
0: Connor Hellbuck just ran out of juice last year. He saw far too many pucks in Winnipeg. I'm employing your strategy now, Steele. I got my left winger, top left winger. I got my top goalie. I'm going to head over to the center list and look at the top available players. And we're talking again by ranking, and we're drafting on Yahoo here. JT Miller is up there. You've won me over on this player, Steele, and he fills out so (laughs) many categories. And since we're employing this strategy of the top available player at the positions, I'm going to take JT Miller. And I actually, so we're in the third round now. That might be a little bit too high, a little bit. But I think he just brings so much value across the categories that I'm not even mad about it. I, I don't think that is too high. I think it's actually oh. a little, I
1: think it's a little low. And we're not going to get back Whoa. into it. But uh, look, I know, you know, I got to draft my player right now. Yeah, you on the board. Timo, I'm going to take Timo Meyer real quickly because he's the top uh, mm-hmm. top uh, rated right winger right now he does fill out that left wing, uh, left wing mm-hmm. position because he's got mm-hmm. dual eligibility but mm-hmm. going back to JT Miller I again going back to the debate that we had against Miller and Jack Hughes obviously Jack Hughes is going to get all the love he's the hot he's the hot hand right now in New Jersey he's the hot he's doing everything for them offensively uh oh, yeah. you know really getting them done in, uh, getting it done in the playoffs as well last year just a special talent but a lot, mm-hmm. of, a lot of people are going to forget about JT Miller and all of that all that he brings to the game and, and, and fantasy especially. So JT Miller can be a sneaky pickup
0: in the third round. I think it's a little low, but that's mm-hmm. just me. And I like that you're bringing up that angle about Hughes. You and I obviously went on a little <laughs> bit of a heater on that conversation. Hughes over Miller, Miller over Hughes. Hey, we're not going to go back down that rabbit hole. I'm going to start to look at, and this is just one of those things that you and I have continued to say over mock drafts. And look, I had my Keeper Dynasty draft over the weekend. And some of these things just hold true across whatever format you're doing. Recognize what you've already done in your draft. And it doesn't even matter. We're only through three rounds, right? We're in the fourth round. Recognize exactly what you have on your team. What position? What team are they on? What do they bring to your squad? Because the second you just start firing off picks for the sake of stacking up players that you like, and I've been a victim of this, It's a mistake. And I think what I wanted to say is let's have a look at what our teams look like at the end of this recording, at the end of this episode, and maybe explain it a little bit of what we think about that. Because sometimes, and you know, I've been a victim of it. You just start drafting players you really love and you forget about what your team actually needs. Like don't load up on one position, balance it out. And that's why I'm starting to look at a D-man because I have a center. I have a left wing. I have a goalie. I want to add to my blue line in this next pick.
1: Next pick coming right up. We got a whole entire mock draft to continue round five Mm -hmm. and beyond that. But we also got to give a shout out to all of our sponsors out there. Flip.
0: Yes, we do. Steel, you're my boy. Thank you for the call out. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. And that's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you a peace of mind that you're not just hoping for, you have access to in an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure that you have the medication in hand. Jace Medical is simple. They handle everything from the online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication, delivery, and ongoing consultation and care. Don't get caught unprepared. Get twenty bucks off the life-saving antibiotics today from Jace Medical. By code locked on at checkout, JaceMedical.com. That's J A S E Medical.com. And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey
1: Podcast your first listen every single day. We appreciate all that love and support you show us Monday through Friday. Make sure you continue hitting that subscribe button, the follow button, leave a five-star review. Mm -hmm. And again, shout out to everybody who DM'd us and left a comment on the YouTube channel. Uh, We really do appreciate all the support you show us. And again, shout out to everybody who was selected in the random draw. We cannot wait for both Mm -hmm. of these casual and competitive leagues coming up This upcoming season, Flip. I know you were doing the ad read, ad read there, (laughs) showing some love to Jace Medical. Who was that player that you, uh, you know, not purposely selected?
0: It was auto drafted to Zach Hyman, which I don't hate because getting I don't hate it either. What's what's going on in Edmonton is not following (laughs) the script of what we're doing. But if you want to just get my analysis on Zach Hyman very quickly, I think getting a piece of what's going on in Edmonton is huge. But now that I am back on the board, I'm gonna look at the top D man that's available, and this is another thing. The top demon that's available right now is injured. So I'm going to go to the second one, guys. Take a look at what's going on injury-wise. Brandon Montour is at the top yeah. of this list, but Victor Hedman is second, and I would rather take Victor Hedman in this situation. Okay, this is a bit of an on-the-fly on the, on the fly draft analysis, but I'm here for it.
1: <laughs> I absolutely love that. Again, if someone... Don't draft the top player if he's injured and going to be out for a long while. If he's going to be injured for, out for the first couple of weeks draft him if he's just out for the first couple of weeks of the season but if he's out for two three months or more than that don't draft Mm. him even though he's at the top of the board i'm going to my boy over here joe pavelski getting that second center position look i've been trying to draft right wingers but because Mm. they've got dual eligibility they keep filling in other spots right now so i still need two right wingers on my on my uh my roster over here but i've also got one defenseman so i could be looking for a defenseman or a goaltender my next pick
0: To be clear, Pavelski was at the top of the right wing list.
1: He was at the top. Yeah, he was at. Well, he's got that dual eligibility. No,
0: no, no. I'm just saying this is one of those things that I think actually highlights those points that I've been saying, Steele, that the right wing position this season isn't exactly deep. And I know the dual eligibility side of things brings Mm -hmm. a wrinkle to that. But just talking about pure right-wingers, and these are going to update, right? These are going to change very quickly over the next couple of weeks as these guys start to fall into the actual roles they're going to play. So don't forget that when you're drafting over the next even 10 to 15 days that it might be showing dual eligibility. Half the guys I drafted last night still had dual eligibility on fan track, and I'm almost assured that they're not going to have that even in a few days once you start to see those line rushes. So that's another one of those wrinkles ahead of the draft To keep an eye on
1: exactly good point there flip uh you know I did want to ask you this as well we are again every single mock draft that we do we're drafting from a different position you Mm -hmm. and I both now right in the middle of things at number six and number seven Uh, you you I remember you saying you prefer drafting either first or last like how do you feel about
0: drafting in the middle of a 14 team league honestly getting it in the middle is probably my least favorite. I would rather be obviously like, this is the thing. Top pick is the best spot. And after that though, given how many, it depends on the GMs, but I really do like drafting in the last spot to have two (laughs) in that first round, two selections, six to me might be like my least favorite for sure. I don't drafting in the middle, I think is probably the most unlucky, but you're back on the board here in a sec. Yeah. Back on the board. I think this is going to be the, the time when I take my
1: first goaltender, you know, Miro like Heiskanen that. still on the board. I might, I might draft before, Miro Heiskinen yeah. before my first goaltender. Cause there's still a couple mm-hmm. of, uh, some young bucks, some young studs there in the blue paint. So if Miro right. Heiskinen doesn't get picked here again, I'm not going to draft Brandon Montour because he is injured. He will be out for a long time to start the beginning of the season. I believe, uh, still recovering from that injury he suffered in the playoffs. Dubois goes before, uh, before, uh, mm-hmm. in the 77th pick. I'm going to go with Miro Heisken as the top healthy available defenseman right now and get Dougie
0: Hamilton and Miro Heisken in on my blue line. There's some interesting names here in terms of best available. Philip Gustafson, Adrian Kempe, Elias Lindholm, Vitek Vanacek. These are the Yahoo rankings. And I'm going to go back to, I want to address my goaltending situation, Steele. I do. Dang it. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. You know I should wait. So I'm going to go to the right wing and take the top available right winger and Adrian Kempe. No, you love know, you. Oh, I love this player. And look, are the LA Kings going to perhaps have some issues with what they've done in net, which I think is very risky to bring in Cam Talbot and have Phoenix Copley as your other option? That could be a power situation, but everything else about this team screams. playoff threat, and I think that Adrian Kempe is going to be a big part of that. And you're back on the clock here, Flip. Center and white ring eligibility. I'm going back to a D-man steal, and I'm going to go right back to the top of the list. Let's try and follow this theme as much as we can. Brendan Montour is too banged up for me. He might miss the start of the season. He probably will. Mikhail Sergachev is next, and I'm happy to You know I also love me some Sergachev. It is a bit bold, though, however, to take two of the top D-men from the same team. It could be. It could be. Definitely
1: could be a trading piece though. Oh, in the first beginning of the season, first part of the season. I'm also going to continue on the blue line here because Darnell Nurse Mm -hmm. is available. So I'm going to go Darnell Nurse. I'm loving my defenseman right now. I got Dougie Hamilton, Miro Heisken, and Darnell Nurse. And it just so happened by accident, when Mm -hmm. I drafted my first defenseman, who was Dougie Hamilton, I also happen to draft Timo Meyer, who was the top left winger available. So that's going back to my strategy of drafting a top defenseman with a top forward for a top team in the NHL.
0: You know, I like that one, Steele. We're flying off the board here. There's a lot of auto drafts. This is going to be a hectic episode. You're <laughs> back up, pal. Go ahead.
1: Back up. This is when I will officially take my first goaltender. It looks like I'm a New Jersey Devils fan right now because I've I got... got Vitek Vanacek. He is the top available goaltender right now. Mm. So he will be my first goaltender. I've got one more goaltender slot, but there's a lot of goaltenders still on this list and available.
0: Very interesting, though, that he's even ranked ahead of Tristan Jari, ranked yeah. ahead of Stuart Skinner. That's, that's very interesting for me, Steele. I want to look to my right wing slot again, um, just to make sure because it is so shallow. Top ranking, Jonathan Marcheseau. So I'm going to take him, even though the other guys on below him might be even more intriguing, Steele. Lawson Kreuth, Seth Jarvis. Jake Debrusque. This is actually really helpful for me looking at this. Guys, don't read too guys and gals, don't read too much into these expert rankings on the sites you're using to draft. This is actually probably the best piece of advice you could get, Steele, is make sure you do your own research. And I'm back on the board here, but what do you think about that? Take?
1: I love it. You got to do your own research. We're going to talk about this, in you know, for a full episode, you know, maybe later this week or you know before the season starts. But we're going to list some of the top reasons of what you need to do to be successful uh, successful in your fantasy league with your fantasy team. So I like that you're highlighting that point uh, there, Flip. I'm back on the clock. Who
0: did you just draft? Did you just draft Vince Dunn? Top, top defenseman, left ranked on the board ahead of Petrangelo, Doughty, and others was Vince Dunn. So that's what we're doing, baby. And I don't actually hate it. Look, I still officially it's don't hide. Hide. I, I have. Couple, I have time. a couple.
1: I have a couple right wingers on my roster, but officially they're in the left wing position. But I'm mm. going to a Vander Kane, even though he's only el- eligible for that left wing position. So he's going to be the first player on my bench spot. Um, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. technically, I've got, I still need to fill out that right wing right wing roster spot. Um, yes. But we've got a long way to go. We're only in round nine right now. But I also got to mention this. This episode is also brought to you by. FanDuel, one of our favorite sponsors right now. We love all of our sponsors, but FanDuel, sure. go check them out. Make sure you register and get uh, get going with them, especially for the NFL season. Snap into the action with the NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. right now. New customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. And if you're thinking about joining FanDuel, which I suggest you do, There's no better time to get into the action right now. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Of course, the same game parlay is my favorite feature. So visit fanduel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season right. That's FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. And thank you so much for being the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. We appreciate all that love and support you show us. So again, hit that subscribe, hit the follow button, leave a five-star review. This draft is going crazy right now. We're flying through Mm -hmm. the picks flip. I had to auto-draft the top right-wing position, and I don't even hate it. Ricard Raquel, we've talked a little bit Mm -hmm. about him and the opportunity Mm -hmm. he's going to get again playing in the top six group with Sidney Crosby, Jake Gensel, Evgeny Malkin. I liked him last year, fairly impressive. So even though he was an auto-draft, I actually like mm-hmm. Ricard Ricard Raquel in my right wing position.
0: And what's really interesting, Steele, is what I said before about these rankings. Because if I'm looking at, I want to get my goalie again. We're in the 11th round. I don't want to wait any later. The ranked goalies are anti Ranta, then Logan Thompson, Aiden Hill, Markstrom, Talbot, Copley. And I see Villy Huso down here, who to me looks like he's going to get by far the most chance to be the legitimate number one of yeah. any of those goalies. So that's who I would look to. If I have to take the guy on the top, it's Antti Ranta. So you go and do that. But if I'm looking at it realistically, you should be taking a guy like Villy Huso. And now things have honestly just gotten so <laughs> off the rails, steel, because the pick <laughs> before that, when I was looking at it, was Akira Schmid. He was ahead of all of those players in terms of the ranking. And honestly, I'm really glad that we've looked at it like this because it's proving to me even more that all that really matters is you doing your own research and making sure that your team is balanced. Because these rankings are so all over the map. And also remember (laughs) what your categories are broken down in. Exactly right. Exactly right, flood Good. Another
1: good point from you. Just I making don't. sure your making sure your team is balanced properly. Uh, so far, you know, we we again we've been drafting the top available player. You know, obviously, positional wise, as um, most we can, stuff, as most as we can. I've drafted the top available player, uh, the healthy player. Might add again, we we skipped over yeah. Brandon Montour because he's injured, but I've I've drafted every single every single player from that top position. I love my team right now. Mika Zabinajad, Joe Pavelski, Matthew Kachuk, Timo Meyer, Ricard Raquel, Dougie Hamilton, Miro Heiskanen, Mm. Darnell Nurse, Vitek Vanacek, Evander Kane, and Vincent Trocek are the two players on my bench right now. Mm. I I love my team. It's not bad at all drafting from the top position or drafting the, the top available player.
0: It's definitely not. And then maybe actually at the same time, look at my team. It's a bit of a mess. JT Miller, Adrian Kempe, okay. Robertson and Hyman at the left wing, okay. so I think, was too high of a pick. My blue line, sure, Hedman, have and Dunn. But I got Akira Schmidt as my second goalie, and my first bench player was Max Domi. And actually, maybe the fact that they auto-draft is even more of an indication, because they were taken right off the top, that it has to be... You knowing what you're doing with what you're trying to achieve with your team yeah. and taking a look at these rankings. Sure. They hold some value. I'm not on here trying to poo poo Mm -hmm. over everything that these mean because they mean something. And the last available player right here on the top for the D-men is Uyghur over Chikrin and Larson. I would much rather Chikrin and Larson, but yeah, with Uyghur, that doesn't make sense to me either, Steele. And I think you're going to back me up on this one with Uyghur in specific. Yeah, I think we saw a little bit of an enigma from him. And I think he's going to continue to settle back down to the level that he actually was.
1: And that's exactly why I also passed on Mackenzie Wieger. I was looking to draft a defenseman, but he was that top defenseman there. So trying to Mm -hmm. stick to what we're doing for today's episode. Mm -hmm. But you would have passed. I I would have passed on him. That's why I went over to the goalie uh, goalie section and I Mm -hmm. ended up drafting Logan Thompson uh, for that round. Uh, skipping over Mackenzie Wieger. So I, you know, I, I decided to go to another top available player just from a different position.
0: Yeah, for sure. Now that we're back to the bench spots, top available player there, Bucinavich, so that's who I'm going with. Bucinavich is one of those really tough players to put a finger on steel. So this is interesting now, but maybe it's more important to remember right before your draft, Check everything, injuries, updates, yeah. and actually still, you and I are going to break down all of our top tips to how you dominate the drafts. So I'll save that for that episode, but you know the theme holds the tr- holds the same. Yeah. Make sure you are prepared. I've gone into drafts Steel. honestly, going, oh, I'll have a beer, I'll sit down here, I'll look at these rankings, and I'll be good. I think what we've done on today's episode, even though it has been a bit hectic, is proven that that method is not going to work. Doesn't work
1: majority of the time. Uh, and again, going back to my last pick right here, I, I ended up having to draft, uh, you know, I had to look for my right wing position and mm. Valerian Achushkin was the top available right winger. I don't know what's going on with him this upcoming season. Right. Um, you know, is he going to be playing right off the start? Are there are there things that are, you know, come to light with what happened last year in Seattle with him? So that could be mm. a risky player to go after, mm. uh, but he was the top available player. So I had to stick to the script here and I drafted, Uh, Valerian Achushkin to fill out my last right wing position
0: yeah that when it comes to the off ice things I think you and I have looked at injuries as something that can be hard to take a look at in terms of whether you want to draft a player or not these (laughs) off ice issues are a whole other wrinkle and you're right you bring you're bringing it up I think the best approach with that kind of situation is probably to stay away. Maybe you get lucky and in, in, in your real draft, you'll just take a flyer on him as like your last or second last pick and hope that things work out. This is, again, highlighting why maybe that top available player best available by ranking is probably not who you want to be going with every single time. Although your team has worked out pretty good still. It has worked out pretty well.
1: I'm up here. You know, I'm up right now on the clock. I was looking at a defensive position, and the guy I wanted is right at the top of the list here. I know you like Adam Larson. He brings the hits. He brings the blocks. Even occasionally, the offensive production from Larson is good. His Mm -hmm. plus-minus has been great the last few years. Adam Larson will fill out my last defensive spot, and then I've got two bench spots remaining.
0: I still need a right winger and I have to take Vladimir Tarasenko, but with Lawson Kraus on the board, Seth Jarvis, Matt Barzal, Matt Duchesne even in a really good situation in Dallas, those would be the names that I'm looking at over Vlad Tarasenko because I'm just, I don't know. I'm a little bit concerned that he's not going to fit in fully. I know that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense, but I would draft all those other guys ahead of Tarasenko, but he's top ranked so I'm going with Tarasenko here. And you know I've said a lot. About what's going on in Ottawa, so he's probably going to get some points. But I don't know, Steele. That's just one of those my gut feelings. And you know how high I am on, I am on players like Kraus, Jarvis, and Barzell. Yeah. No, of course I. You know I completely understand where you're coming from. Uh,
1: mm-hmm. You know, drafting. You know, wanting to draft those players over Tarasenko. You're back on the clock flip, Thank but you. you know, I've I've always been a fan of Tarasenko. Uh, you know, he got out of that situation in St. Louis. Uh, you know, he came back from that shoulder surgery as well, and he absolutely mm-hmm. put up a fantastic season, pl- uh, eighty plus right. points, I believe. So, uh, will he get back up to there, playing with these guys in Ottawa? In, in Ottawa. Mm-hmm. It, it's very likely because he's playing with Tim Stutzel, He's playing with Brady Kachuk, He's playing with Claude Giroux. Mm-hmm. It could happen, mm-hmm. but I think, you know, somewhere around 65, 70 points is where Taylor will fall.
0: That honestly, Steele, if I'm breaking it down, would be too high for me. I, I could, I see it for sure because they're going to score, but I don't know. I I'm, I'm just not buying into it. I'm more in the 50 to 55 point realm, but obviously he's been a sniper and a really consistent piece. He has had though, very serious injuries. He has. And yes. again, that's not something that you're going to bank on a guy to get hurt. But this Ottawa team has some serious pressure on it. Let's be real. They continue to crush it in the offseason, and then they do not perform in the regular season. There's a lot of high expectations. They brought in a lot of pieces to make sure that this team is, and you hear what Dorian's saying, a year-to-year perennial cup threat. I just need to see it on the ice before I actually put that kind of moniker on them. I want a back-up goalie in my last slot here, Steele. I have one bench spot left. The top available goaltender that's still around is actually what should be the number one, quote unquote, in Vegas. (laughs) If you can get Aiden Hill right at the back end of your draft uh, as your last selection, I'm actually kind of liking that steal, but this has been a very all over the board mock draft. Let's be real. Yeah,
1: It has been, you know, that last pick of yours, Aiden Hill scares me a bit because I drafted Logan Thompson. So it's going to be interesting Mm. to see how Vegas plays out those two goaltenders. Do they go with the guy who, you know, pretty much got, the, not, not him alone, but he was a big part he of the was reason why they the went a that huge run, yeah. part of the end uh, in the postseason. Aiden yep. Hill. And then Logan Thompson, yep. the young guy who uh, was really blossoming coming into his own, his own form mm-hmm. uh, for the Vegas Golden Knights before he went down to injury. I'll let you start off first, list off your team, how you're feeling about it, about it. And then I'll go.
0: Honestly, still considering how all over the map, my team has been, <laughs> I got a cure Schmidt in net. I've got a couple of questionable pieces. Jonathan Marcheseau came off the board very early for me. The main takeaway that I have for this whole situation, honestly, is when you're looking at what your format of your league is, come into the draft prepared. Come into the draft with a strategy. And, yeah, you even said this, I think, a couple episodes ago when I drafted a player that you were looking at. And, of course, that's going to happen. Your pick comes up. You got your eyes peeled on a player, and it goes when you have a good strategy in place and a good approach, you know that second guy that you want to take, or even third yeah. if that happens. And that's the main takeaway here because looking at my team steal, it's all over the map, and that might be the best important note to take is know what you're doing going in because things can go a little <laughs> haywire steel, and you got to keep it together. Yeah. So that's all I really want to say because I really think the draft pieces of my team don't actually matter as much. It's about how you're approaching your draft. Exactly. Always have a backup plan,
1: have a second, have a third, even a fourth player, just in case that player you want has already been taken when your pick comes up. This actually worked out pretty well. I wasn't, I wasn't too sure about the strategy going into this, how it would end up, but I actually really like my team. I think this might be my favorite team so far. Whoa. Actually out of the, all the mock drafts we've done, Mika Zabinajad, Joe Pavelski, Matthew Kachuk, Timo Meyer, Ricard Raquel, Valerian Achushkin, Dougie Hamilton, Miro Heiskanen, Darnell Nurse, and Adam Larson. This might be the best defensive group I've that drafted. That blue line is nasty. Yeah, yeah. that blue line, that's the best defensive group I've drafted ever in any fantasy league. I like league. it. Balance Vite- as well. Vitek Vanacek, Logan Thompson, Evander Kane, Vincent Trocek, Ivan Barbashev. You know I had to get my boy there. He was on the top of the list at the Great time. Great picks. Your and goalies might
0: be the weakness there, though, Steele.
1: The goalies are the weakness for sure. You know, Vitek Vanacek will be number one to start off with because he's mm-hmm, earned mm-hmm. that. Uh, you know, I believe he's earned that over the last three seasons in the NHL and sure. last year. with the New Jersey Devils, but I really like this team. Uh, I really like the team, how it panned out. Obviously, this is not going to be the strategy I implicate when we're doing the casual and competitive league or any fantasy draft, but so far, the first time I've used it, it's worked out pretty well.
0: Look, that was an intense episode. It went all over the map. (laughs) I hope people have not enjoyed it because I think when I look at what I've, and I mentioned that I did my Keeper Dynasty draft just the other night, and aside from being straight up and down excited is things can honestly get hectic when you're doing a draft, you're on the clock, (laughs) you hear the time. If we're just talking about like the bare bones of doing a fantasy hockey draft, those kinds of things can get in your way of taking the right player. And that's even more to the point that I was trying to make when you're prepared, some of those more hectic moments aren't as hectic and they allow you to make the better pick. So I hope that's what we've, Provided for you on today's episode that that's really how you make a good team in the fantasy hockey world, Steel. And look, I've been a victim of not doing that and it hasn't worked out. So just take my advice. Trust me. Do your research, come prepared, and execute
1: the plan Mm. to the full potential of what you see your fantasy team can be. Thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast your first listen every single day. Make sure you're tuning in Monday through Friday, seven o'clock in the morning, Eastern Time is when you can find all of our episodes. Again, thank you so much to everybody who DM'd us, who is a part of the Casual Competitive League. Shout out to everybody. We appreciate you all. Have a great day. Good luck with all your bets out there. And we shall see you back here again tomorrow. Peace.